Hello and welcome to another episode of ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka Onwuka. Today I've got the special privilege of um, being in the pod with former Super Falcons captain. Listen, this is one woman that is a proper Super Falcons legend. She's captained the Super Falcons to an African Nations Cup win in 2014 in Namibia. She captained the Super Falcons to um, the FIFA Women's World Cup in Canada in 2015. It will be my joy and privilege to welcome to your Sportsman podcast, Evelyn Mwabuoku, who is now in Spain, having left um, Rivers Angels of Portacot. When I come away again, when I come back in, it will be with Evelyn in the pod. Yeah, welcome back to your Sports Mobile Podcast. Like I said, I've got Super Falcons legend, super former Super Falcons captain, Evelyn Waboko in the pod with me. Evelyn, welcome to your Sports Memo Podcast. Thank you. Right. Evelyn, you see, this is... Uh, before When we agreed to do this, I, I started going through your, um, your records and... I, I swear, I am absolutely bowled over. You've captained the Super Falcons to a Cup of Nations win in 2014. Can you try, try and tell me how that feels? Um, it feels good, you know, it's an honor to be the captain of the team. It's um, you being called to serve and serving nation is one of the things that the player that you, you cherish all all your time. I think it's a privilege, and I have the support of my teammates, and um, it was really something I, I look back, look, I look back, and I just smile, like, yeah, I really enjoyed my time then. Well, well, see, first, let me just, let me go back a little bit. Why, how did you get into football? Why not track and field? Why not? Um, why not something else? Why football? How did it start? Um, I started when I was a kid. I think I grew up in Lagos, first park town to be precise, and I was always playing football. You grew up whenever in first park town. Whenever they send me to go and fetch water at the backyard, I do play ball with some of my close boys, and I just found myself playing football, playing with school team. I think I was very little then. I didn't know I would take it to this stage though. I just kept pushing on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When when you when you started playing for um what was your first club before this your long enduring relationship um, with Rivers Angels? Um, I think I played for, there was a team that changed at my school. I think the coach told me while we were playing with some principal cup. Mm-hmm. Um, this, um, what they would call them, they did play me. I don't really, I can't really, though I was just going to train with them, but I was very little. I don't go all the time because my mom usually beats me up whenever I go. So I, I wouldn't say I was part of the team. The coach just invited me to come train with them once in a while. So I do go to my school there to train with them. Maybe from when I go to school, I don't get I don't get home before I even go there. I just go there to train. 
We had a very young coach then who tried to assemble most of these first-time girls that played football then. Okay. That, that should be my question. So, um, how did you end up being this? How did you end up with Rivers Angels? What was your first professional contract? I started with uh, Molad Medi Tigress. Though I was still in school, I was still in secondary school. Okay. The coach came to meet my dad. So, I was always struggling Lagos to learn. Um, then I think from there I went to play like I think it's a mini tournament in Edo State. Okay. Then I was invited to a team in Uyo. Was it Uyo? Okay, no, Verubin. From there I went to Uyo. From Uyo I went to Bayesa Queens, and then I got to River Tengen. So um, like I've I've listened to um, I've spoken to Chamaka Nadoze. I've spoken to um Franny Odega and they all have this um experience of um having parents who did not want them to go into football but because of the love they had for the sport they they kept on they kept at it. Um you just mentioned that your mom your mom used to beat you also. So did you you went through the same thing didn't you? Yes, yes, yes. Ah mine uh, mine is something that I I do laugh about it right now because my mom beats me, my elder brothers, they also beat me. You know, it was really difficult back then. But at the point, I think the woman still got tired and she just left me alone like that. Okay, one of these days, we get back home and we find out I am no more. Sadly, it happened that way, but then I didn't give up because she just got tired of me and left me alone to play. What 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 kept you going? What what was it that kept you going to believe that you were going to um, be successful in this in this your passion? Yes, I think um, growing up, um, my elder our elder sister, she was running the um, Elijah Sports Club. Mm-hmm. And then my mom had to stop her. So I found out that. Each time that I play football, I'm always happy. I didn't think about anything. Don't get stressed. Whatever, whatever, whatever I'm going through then, I don't think about it. I'm always happy playing football. I think I was so passionate. And then they used to call me in my closet. Ah, this girl, you like ball too much. The one particular woman, named me woman man. <laughs> they say this girl, a woman man, a woman man. So I just laugh about it. I was very passionate. It was the only thing that really gives me joy. So I just felt, ah, I really needed to make, I want to make a name out of this. I want people to hear my name out of the girls that started playing football in first and mm-hmm. they all gave up. I think I, I need to push myself for that. And that was it. So, tell me, what, you know that by the time you, you started, you got to the point where you were invited for, um, to the national team, maybe the age group. How did your mother, how did your mother take it? Yes, um, although, you know, those times now, um, this, um, there wasn't, this, this mobile something wasn't so, so most times I just leave the house and they don't get to hear from me. I think at first they were, she was scared because there was a time I left the house for almost five months, nobody heard from me. And when I got back, she was like, ah, she felt, ah, this, are you sure you're not a spirit or something? I was just laughing. And she said, ah, 
this side of mine. I've tried to tell you to go to school. Go to school. Football is not for women. Go to school. You wouldn't listen. And then she heard I was called to the under-19 camp. She, my mom is this kind of person. She was happy and at the same time, she still wanted me to go to school. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't see me. She doesn't see her daughter would just concentrate on playing football. So she didn't, she didn't know what to do. So she just had to leave me. So, um, wherever she was, when you captained the team to win the Cup of Nations in 2014, did you did you take the medal or the cup back to first act to show her? Ah, uh, I can't take the cup to first act now. <laughs> then she was even late. I think she she died in um, two, two, 2006. Oh. So it was really because it was. It was it was really far from uh, 2014. That's like eight years apart. Yeah, you know? I'm so sorry. Yeah, she died. She died almost immediately. We came back from the World Cup. So, right, you you were you were in the you you went to the under 20 World Cup, right? No, I went to the under 19 World Cup in Thailand. Oh, okay, right. When yeah. uh, run this by me, I, I ask everybody this. You know, the very first time when you you were playing for Nigeria and you're there and the national anthem starts to play, can you try and describe your feeling the first time it happened? Uh, I, was, I was so proud of myself. Like, um, I knew I, all along I knew what I went through just to wear that name behind me you know it's it's been a long time coming and you knowing fully well that everyone back home will be watching you your friends your classmates your parents you know it was it was something that i i can't explain but i was super proud of myself like <laughs> right but this i, I don't know I, I when i when i was checking all of this that You've, you captained that the team in in Namibia and also at the 2015 World Cup. Tell me, um, what's the difference between captaining the national team and captaining your club side? Uh, what was the difference? Is it is it just the same thing? Um, being a leader, I think um, you have the same responsibility. It all depends on how you go about it. But I think with the national team, you have different players coming from different clubs, you know, you just, I don't think there's any difference because it's you leading out a team, it's all the same, you you, you work for the same goal, just to mm-hmm. make the team successful, so I don't think there's any difference, but I think more because with club side, these are people you live with almost all the time, but with the national team, you know, you just, you guys just convey for a very short period of time uh-huh. everybody's coming from different club sides they have different mentality but it's, it's all boils down to one thing you guys just want to win so i think it's the same thing it's, there's no difference how this is this is um this i think this says a lot about your own your own um, um personality that having captained the team uh, for like at least three years like you did to be able to also continue to play for the team, even when you're not the captain, how 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 were you able to adapt to this? 
That's for the Super yeah, Falcons. For the Super Falcons. Yes. Yeah, they have been captains before me, and you know it's it's nothing. It's just about it's a common goal. We are there to win, and if for for any reason they they appoint someone else as a captain, maybe mm. probably you were off the team, you you weren't in the team for some period of time. It's mm. nothing. I think you just it it has to do with your own mentality and the kind of person that you are. It doesn't take anything away from you. Since other people supported you while you were captain, mm-hmm. I think it's just you have to support the person chosen also. So for me, I don't see it like a big deal. It's, it's all for us to work together. We're working for a common goal. So for me, it's nothing. Um, I'll take you back again to Namibia. Please describe how it is at uh, the final whistle, and you know that you, Evelyn Waboko, is going to go up to go and collect that that trophy. Remember all the times that when you used to play and all the times you used to watch former Super Falcons teams that have kept, that have won the trophy before then. How were you feeling going up knowing that you're going to be presented with the trophy? Yeah, you know, um, growing up and um, even when I started playing, I am somebody that I never want to lose, even while I'm training. So most of us basically were home based players, you know, nobody believed that we could do it like ah, this this are new set of players. And I think it wasn't too long that I was made the captain because I think pressure didn't come to the camp where we had to go to in Japan for a friendly game. So I was made the captain and mm-hmm. when she got back, I had already played some I think some friendly matches, so I still remember the captain. So and I think she supported me also with Perpetual and Co. Some of them, very few of them were professional players. We, most of us were own base players and we just said amongst ourselves, we also want to make a name for ourselves. Mm. You know, coming from club sides in Nigeria, we have to make a name. We have to make sure, we have to make sure we go back with this trophy. And I think then it was always, it was on and off. We had to lose the cup to Equatorial Guinea, if I can remember. So, yes. we just told ourselves that we are going to Namibia, even if we don't want to know. Since others have been winning, we are African champions. We have to win, you know. Um, I thank God we got to Namibia. We didn't even draw any of the matches. We won all the games. So we knew we were going to win even before the finals. We were just it was all about taking the trophy back home. And I was so happy that day. Uh, at the end of the day, we won the trophy. You know. Do you feel? I don't know. I, when I was reading through some of this stuff, and I, I keep talking about it. Do you think that um, um, women footballers, first, women football, women footballers, Super Falcons players do not get the the accolade, the credit that they deserve for, for all they've done, for um, all they've done um, in representing Nigeria? Um, yes, obviously. We know, we all know that um, it's not only in um, Nigeria though, but I think has it's not it's not really really nice don't think about all the things all the efforts we put in and stuff like that you know when we go to the, when we get to the camp we're not being treated like we're not even asking to be treated the way they treat the boys but little little things like the kids and you know they need to make us we are women we need to look neat we need to look good like like our kids 
man, if you if you, if you look at the kids they give to us, most times we we are even asked to come with our old kids. We probably most of us when we get back, we have friends, we have families, we have to give them to. Then sometimes you still have to beg them. Ah, bro, me this is something you've given it. You've given out before you have to start begging. And some of them, you know, they must have been one house. Then you still have to bring them back to the camp to put them on. I don't even want to go into the um, into the issue of allowances. I'm just talking about the kids. Please, oh, please, many, Evelyn, many Evelyn, go straight, go into the issue of allowances. Feel very free. Be very free because yeah, because if if we want to go into that, the difference is just is just too much. But most times they tell us the girls you people don't have sponsors. It's just the super egos and they 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 are the brand, you know. Those are the things they tell us. Fine, we understand. We don't we don't know where that's coming from, but we just want to be treated like we're all citizens of this country. We want we want to be appreciated also because they're giving so much. Hmm. Uh. I, I, because I, I know before you guys went to, um, the work went to your camp in Austria, in um, 2019 before the 2019 World Cup, you you all were dressed in your mufti. There was no there was no kit uh, given to you guys before you left. This these are part of the the things that you're talking about, isn't it? Yes. How. Yes. How, how do we how do we go about changing this? How, how do we stop this? What should be done to to um, to change this? Oh I, well, I don't really know what to say about that because this has been going on and on and forth. I think this is an administrative issue. We as players, we really don't know what to say anymore. We've talked about this several times, and all they tell us. Is and the sponsor, the sponsor. So we don't know if the female teams don't have sponsors. That's one thing we don't know. We always talk about sponsors being for the super ego. We don't know if probably the female teams don't have sponsors. That's what we also want to know. Okay. You, you've, you've played in two World Cups now. Do you, did you notice a major difference? Because I, I as, a, as somebody, as an observer who was watching, um, I, I, I felt like the women's football had gone to a different level um, from that because of the way the 2019 um, World Cup uh, panned out. Compared it to with the one in Canada, do you do, do, do you agree with me that it looks like the women's game is now is now ready to to get to the same level as the men? Um, I wouldn't say yes. I think we were too far off, but I think for the 2019, I think they were better prepared because they, at least they went for, because of so much benefit, they, they prepared the team a bit better because I can remember that, that was the only World Cup that you, you see the female team going for. At least they went to Cyprus for a tournament and they were also in China. I don't think we ever had that opportunity. And I think that's the only way to improve a team. You have to test your strength with bigger teams. Mm-hmm. So you know what to expect. Why, why a World Cup is that's the biggest tournament for any player. So if you cannot go to tournaments like that, how do you expect the players when they get to the World Cup? How do you expect them to perform? Because that's where you get to know the teams that you're going to play against. And I think 
we have we have better things than some of these countries, but when you check the FIFA ranking, because they play more friendly games, mm-hmm. they are better ranked than us. So I think they need to do more on that. They need to prepare the things mentally and otherwise. You must have heard about CAF saying that they are going to start the um, Women's Champions League in Africa. As somebody who's played for Rivers Angels, um, I, I know when I spoke to um, Onome Ebi, she was also of the view that it was long overdue in Africa. Now, you know the difficulties that you've uh, are obviously there as you play for Rivers Angels and going across the country. Do you think that a CAF Champions League for women would would help? Or even, do you think the continent is ready for something like that? Um, first and first, I think um, it's long overdue also. Okay. But then you need to put so many things into consideration also. Mm-hmm. How many things can we stand having can fully sponsor their teams going into continental matches? Like their security and other things we have to put in place. Mm. You know, on the welfare of the players. But I think it's a good one coming from CAF because this will also help to improve the players and it will expose them a lot to the world also. Mm-hmm. I think just like the the they do in Europe, they already have the Champions League they play. Mm-hmm. You know, improve that alone improves players a lot. I think it's a good one though. But they still have to checkmate they need to get sponsors for these female teams. It's not just Starting the CAF Champions League, they, uh-huh. need, they need to put in, they need to put in more financially and otherwise into the. Team. Well, how has it been for you? You're in Spain at the moment, aren't you? Come again? I, I didn't hear you. I, you're in Spain at the moment, right? Yes. How has it been? Um, finally, getting this, um, this move. What's what's like yet there? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been good, just um, adapting to the weather and um, this is like our first week here and we're, we're trying to settle in well before the league kicks off over the weekend. It's been good, it's been really good. We're just, we're just hoping that it all turns out well. This is not your first move abroad, is it? No, it isn't. Right. Um, how do you compare with um, your previous your previous moves? And and this this one. Um. Well, though I haven't we haven't started the league yet, so I except for how do I put it? Um. We haven't started the league, so I can't really compare. But I still think that the uh, the French league, whichever way, should be stronger than this um, in terms of um, players and stuff like that. Mm. Compared to yeah, I think the French league is um, stronger than this league. Right. Um, finally, even if you've got some young girls coming up um, through the ranks and they come to you and go, Auntie Evelyn, how do I? What should I do to be able to um, achieve even half of what you have achieved in the sport? What What will you tell them? Um, first of all, I would tell them to believe believe in themselves because when you know what you're capable of, 
you put in you you have to work hard also very very hard nothing would come easy then you you have to you i think players right now they need to invest more in themselves because football is now it's now a thing of you need to be branded also mm-hmm. it's not just you playing football you need to invest in yourself like having other things to think about too aside football because it's it's just more than football these days so you need to have a plan b what what do you think you can also do right i think that that's what i will i'll tell them give me an example of what could be this plan b uh you you should look for what you know you are good at like it could be you going into management it could be you going to marketing mm-hmm. whatever things whatever thing you think you can do mm. aside you playing football because there comes a time where you you have to give, give it up for football or injury or thereabouts can mm-hmm. come up. You never can tell. So you really have to think about whatever thing you can do also. You need to invest in yourself. If this doesn't work, then probably you have to do this. Okay. Is there one one memory that you have, one outstanding memory for you, that's that something um, from your time uh, playing for um, Super Eagles or even playing for your club side, one thing that you always you remember, and then you it gives you good good feelings. One memory, one memory. Um, sweet bitter memory. Um, is it a sweet one or anyone? It could be sweet. It could be something you never forget. Okay, let me start with the one I think I will never forget. That was when I thought it was all over for me, and I wouldn't ever get to play for the Super Falcons anymore and I had to walk my ass out. I had to come back to River Angels to build up myself again. Then I went for the Cup. I think they were told they were not going to give us any money, like no allowance, nothing, no kids. Do you people want to go? Even some of us to call us, do you people want to go? We told them, okay, tell them, okay, they should not give us allowance or something. Still, they didn't give us anything. They told us something. I have to call the girls that this is just an opportunity. What do you get? If you are going, you guys, this is an opportunity for you to sell yourself. You know, just go there. Tell yourself. You never can tell. And I'm happy for the girls. You know, with the way they played, think ah, after it's March. We didn't lose any March. After it's March, we had bonuses. But Oh, nothing, but they were happy. What year, what year was this? I think that, that's a very good memory. Though it's not a good one, but I think and from there, I, to, I made it to the training camp in Austria and then to the World Cup. And it was, it's something I cannot explain. I cried on the day that it was called. I think that was something, something, something I will never forget. And then, the sweet one is the one that we had to win the cup in Namibia, being my first time campaigning the team, and I had I won the cup. You know that that's a good one. That 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 first memory was that for was that in the lead up to this 2019 World Cup. The what? The first memory that you you talked about was that in the lead up to the 24 this 2019 yes, World yes, Cup. Yes, from the Wafu, I think it's from the Wafu. I had, I made it to the training camp in Austria, then from there I made it to the World Cup. Fabulous! That's a fantastic story. Listen, Evelyn, 
I I want to um, thank you so very much for your time and for um, the privilege of having you on um, here in the pod is for ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. Listen, I, I on behalf of um, Nigerians um, everywhere, I want to thank you for your efforts. I want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for winning the Afcon. Um, uh, Alcon in 2014. I want to thank you for every match you have played for a Super Falcons, and thank you for coming on your Sports Memo podcast. Oh, thank you, thank you for having me. Also, anytime. Thank you. I wish you all the very You're best. Welcome. I wish you all the very best in Spain. Thank you, sir. That was Super Falcons former Super Falcons captain Evelyn Wabuoko in the pod. See, every time I've had them. Super Falcons players in this sport, and even the D Tigers, it always strikes me how, as a people, we tend to, as Nigerians, how we tend to um, undervalue, if you like, the the successes of our women's our women's teams, even possibly our women athletes. I, I don't know. This is, I, I, I'm thinking about it now. Evelyn Waboko has captained um, the national, the new national team to a continental trophy. She has played in uh, a World Cup. That is stuff of legends. I mean, to to understand to understand this disparity, think about it like this: the Super Eagles of Nigeria have only won three Afcons. So we've only produced three AFCOM winning captains. And we tend to always um, their names reel off easily. Christian Chukwu in 1980, Stephen Keshi in 1994, and um, Joseph Yobo with Vincent Enyama in 2013. But here yeah, is Evelyn Wabuoku who won the same equivalent trophy in 2014. And not many people know know this i it's just it's something that i i just find it staggering that we tend to um as a people just tend to have i don't know if it's undervalued if that's the term i should use but I, I, we don't celebrate our women as our super falcons and our detagresses we don't celebrate them enough i and that is something I I just don't understand. Neither do I um, really like. So again, it's it's been a privilege today um, on this show to have had Evelyn Waboko um, to talk to us as 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 she ran through her her career as a super as a super falcon um, title winner and FIFA World Cup player. If you've if you've enjoyed this episode of ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo podcast, please feel free to um, send us drop us a line on on our website ACLSports.com, or um, you can also tweet at us at ACLSports. You can you 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 can you can call you can call in and leave a voice note on our dedicated ACLSports.com um, phone number. Please, if you enjoyed it again, like I said, do share. And feel free to 
share to your friends and listen to all your listen on your favorite audio platforms you can find this on um, itunes find it on soundcloud spotify just you can find it anywhere you can just go to our website and you will be able to just play it um with the embedded media player there till i come your way again on my next episode my name is calvin emeka omuka thank you for listening and sas peace out